Dude, you know what? I only play video games on my days off now. Yeah, you're a grown up. <laughs> I can never find time on my days on. You know, it's so weird. I, I mean, I man, I I just haven't played in a while, period. But when I play games, it's mostly on my days off as well. And it's not like I don't have any time. I mean, I've just been sitting around here doing nothing ever since I got home from work today. But I don't know. I just like don't turn them on. But I mean, you never play video games anymore. What's what's the last game you played and when? Uh, I actually played A Link to the Past maybe two days ago. Oh, yeah. And you still can't beat that ice level, huh? I can't, man. It's, uh, it's really hard. Is it that you can't figure it out? Or is it that you just can't beat this? Like, you can't it's get bo- through it's, it? It's both. It's like, it's hard to figure out because it's this dungeon that I'm in has, I don't know, uh, I think it has like 11 different floors, you know? And it's a pretty... And multiple rooms on each floor, you're saying? Many rooms on each floor, and I think it's 11 different floors. And you have to constantly, in order to get to some floors, you have to go up a floor and then fall through the hole in the ground to get to the floor below because... That does not sound fun. That sounds like the water temple. It is. It's like, (laughs) it is. It's kind of the same thing where it's like... You have to, it's like a very specific order of operations that you have to go through mm-hmm. to like, to get everything to fall into place the right way. And, um, and the enemies are really tough. And, um, so yeah, it's just really hard. And, uh, I can only play it like one time and I'll get like so far and I just won't make it to the end and they'll kill me. And, uh, it, it, it's like, it takes, I, I played it for probably like 45 minutes and still didn't beat the thing. And, um. You know, it's like once you play something like that and then you die, it's like you don't want to pick it up and start over again. Yeah, if you've played for 45 minutes and you got to get set back right to, the to where beginning. you were. Yeah, that, that's tough. You're just but like, hey, may, yeah. I was thinking maybe you need to like uh, spend some time like roaming around the overworld finding more heart containers. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, um, is, there, is there things you can get that'll... Yeah, there's stuff I could probably do yeah. like that. What I need to do is spend some time roaming around a walkthrough on the internet (laughs) hey have you been playing that game like that like have you been getting like heart containers and things or are you just kind of playing it to beat it no i'm i'm i've got a lot of hearts Uh, i've got a lot of hearts and i got a lot of stuff i mostly have not looked online for any um tips or or walkthroughs or anything I, i mean i'm not gonna say i haven't done it at all i looked a little bit um just some places where i just didn't know where i was supposed to go um but I'm pretty much just playing the game like how you would normally play the game. Like I'm just okay. having fun playing all of it. I I I totally had to look online for. Uh, I, I wish it wasn't a walkthrough. I wish it was just a map. I just needed to see a map because like I don't know what Which I'm one? missing of the original Legend yeah, of Zelda. You have to have a map for that. I don't know what I'm missing. Like if if the book that came with the game, like maybe it had a map or something, or maybe it had like a backstory because that game just starts you there's no story to go with it at all oh there's totally a story are you kidding well, me it's not in the game no there totally is well it's How's... not in the frequent no, virtual I, console no, no. reincarnation the, the only the only story there is is like take this wooden sword good luck exactly <laughs> but but no but i know that there is a story because i've read it online i think in the book it had to have um, been in the book and i'm wondering yeah. like does the book also have a map you know, they should include when you download those virtual console games like a a digital book, a PDF or something. Yeah, well, they do include instructions. And maybe maybe I just haven't looked at the instructions. In fact, well, I yeah. haven't. Cuz you know, I mean, if you press the if you press that home button on the Wii Mote, it'll take you to the Wii menu, you know? Yeah. Everything's Wii. <laughs> and uh, and that will have like how to play a game because we were we were playing Super Mario three and we wanted to know like what that whistle did and like what some of the other things did like the cloud you know you can get those things yeah. on the overworld yeah. yeah yeah and it'll tell you what all those things do and it'll tell you how to fly and everything oh, uh, well, you should look in the yeah, maybe I need to look thing. at that yeah, because I'm totally confused how anyone knew where to go like knows where to go I don't under I it is weird how like you can play that game. 
uh, way out of order. And it'll just be like hella hard. Yeah. I, yeah. It'll be I, ridiculous. I, I mean, people will totally do it. So is that what you were supposed to do? Like you're just supposed to wander around until you find a temple and hope that it's the right skill level for where you are? Maybe. I don't know. I know what you mean because it's not even like – because that game, unlike uh, newer games – even just slightly newer. Even like, a link to the past, like that'll. You can you can take your character and walk up to a person and talk to them. Yeah, yeah. And that person will tell you something. But in the first one, you can't talk to anyone. The first Jane. one, you go in a cave and you find people and they say, "Buy something, will ya?" <laughs> Except is they don't say a, it. You read it. <laughs> is there is there a fortune teller? Uh, I haven't found one. I, the, when you go in a cave, there's either chicks that I guess kind of look like fortune tellers, and they'll tell you things like visit the man in the grave but that doesn't necessarily have anything to do with the quest you're going on that will just yeah. help you find a heart container yeah see or... in a link to the past on super nintendo if you get confused what to do you can go to there's like two or maybe three different places in the map where there's a, a house and there's a fortune teller mm. and you can go in there and like in the crystal ball the fortune teller will tell you a clue as to like the the next thing you should be doing given yeah I see. your part point in the game Dude, newer Zelda games, it's kind of sad, but they're they are so easy compared to the at least the one I'm playing. Yeah. Because it, they just hand you everything on a silver platter. In Skyward Sword, uh, there's this one stone where if you strike it, it'll basically just tell you whatever you need to do. Wow. It'll sh it'll show you a video of what you need to do. Oh wow. It's ridiculous. I, I did well, it once. It, I did it once. And I realized what it did, and I was like, I wish I hadn't done that, and I'm never going to strike you again. Doesn't the fairy tell you stuff? There's no fairy in this one. Oh, really? The Navi's only in A Link to the Past, or uh, Ocarina and Majora's Mask. I thought there was a fairy or something that served the same purpose as, as the fairy in uh, Wind Waker. There's a boat. And he tells you all kind of stuff. Yeah, the boat talks to you. That's true. And that then, and then that in... so stupid. And no, I didn't think it was stupid. And then in uh, stupid, no, <laughs> it's not. <dude. laughs> What's that <laughs> boat called? That boat had a name, I think. Anyway, in uh, what was the one after that? <sighs> Twilight Princess. Twilight Princess. It was Medina, right? Midna. Midna. You're right. Midna. The the imp of darkness or something. Yeah. And then in Skyward Sword, it's uh, this computer chick i can't remember her name she's digital pretty much yeah that doesn't seem like Zelda <laughs> at all she lives in the hilt of, of the sword hmm. uh let me see here the boat why can't i just find this guy's name uh characters oh my god and is there anything in so in a link to past there's no like companion it's just uh I can't remember. It's you're saying if you got to find something else, it's for, it's fortune tellers or nothing. Or there are like major turning points of the game where you meet up with Zelda and she'll tell you something, or you'll meet up with the man in the who's like in the desert and you'll, yeah, he'll yeah. tell you. Like there's the, there's like key points where they. Dude, I want to play that one so bad, but I can't be playing three Zelda games at the same oh, time. <laughs> you want to know what the boat's and name is? Skyrim. What's the boat's name? The King of Red Lions. <laughs> it's dumb. It's not dumb. Why do you think Wind Waker's dumb? Nah, I think Wind Waker's boring. After I beat these two Zelda games, that's the one I'm going to play. Wind Waker? Yep. You bored out of your mind sailing around in the endless ocean. Because once, because honestly, after that one, the only one that I will need to play is uh the adventure of link oh god <laughs> i know that one i don't even think it really counts don't don't, don't waste your time no, i'm gonna i have to if i've got if i've beaten all of them except that one i have to yeah okay um what else have you been up to i uh or what i mean that's i claimed my telescope mirror why dude it was filthy jason We've and never you, cleaned that thing. To the point where you it was affecting your what you saw through it? 
Well, honestly, probably not even one bit, but it was <laughs> filthy. Look, okay, you remember when we got that thing, that, that black speck? Sort of, yeah. Yeah, like the day we freaking took it out of the box, there was a black speck on the mirror. I think it was just like a flake of paint or something. I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and you remember um, that? And that just always bugged me. And, and then one day on my day off, I was just kind of bored, and I just felt like taking that thing apart. Remember I texted huh. you like, did you ever put the mirror in it when you first set it up? Did I? Did you did you figure out if I did or didn't? You could have, but I don't know. I can't remember. Well, anyway, I I was just playing around with it, decided to take it out just to, I don't know. I just wanted to know how the insides of this thing worked, and I and I took the mirror out, and uh, the thing was filthy, Jason. I took pictures of it. Um, we're talking, it considerably lowered the contrast of reflections that I saw in it. Now, putting it up against stars and the moon, I just looked through it tonight, and I couldn't really notice any difference. And mm-hmm. I didn't, ex- I didn't expect to notice a difference. But uh... stuff like that has to be severe to really be noticeable. I mean, I know that from camera lenses. Is yeah. that like they can be? I mean, I clean them because it just bugs me if they're all gross and dirty. But it, it doesn't make one bit of difference in your photos at but all. But picture, picture like a thin film of dust all over it. And when I say thin, it was thin, but it was thick. <laughs> if you had a white glove and you wiped your finger across it, your your glove would be all dusty and dirty. Filthy. Yeah. Yeah. Like you'd get kicked out of a party. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I mean, I would totally clean that too. I mean, if it was like my camera, I would never have my camera lens be that dirty, even though it probably wouldn't make much difference at all in the photos. But yeah, I know what you mean. Anyway, dude, this this mirror, this 10-inch diameter mirror was probably, I'm going to say, an inch and a half thick. And it was heavy as all hell. Like, this makes up the majority. Uh, I don't know if the majority of the weight, but it is super heavy. It's an inch and a half thick? Yeah, can you believe that? Dude, I thought it was going to be like... Um... I don't know, like the thickness of like a, a pane of glass, like a window, like this your car window. Was an inch and a half thick. Wow. Of solid glass, and the 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 parabolic surface on this thing is so slight you cannot even see it, dude. Really? Yeah. Wow, I hmm, didn't know that. No, so then, you know what? Then I can tell you right now, I didn't assemble that thing because I would have remembered that. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. That I would have totally remembered. It's pretty cool, dude. I, I just like hefted it in my hands for a good like 20 minutes before I actually cleaned it. Just playing around with it, looking at it and taking pictures of it and everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. And then finally, I uh, per the instruction manual, I just downloaded the instruction manual and they gave, they gave you instructions on how to properly clean it. Because it's got an aluminized surface, which makes it super reflective, I guess. Mm-hmm. And that's that's really delicate. Like you don't want to scratch it. So you're supposed to let it soak in a, a sink with room temperature water, put a drop of dish soap and a, and a cap full of rubbing alcohol in there and swirl it around. And I just let it soak for like 30 minutes. And then um, I took cotton balls underwater and just glided it across the top very, very gently. And I used one cotton ball per glide, per swipe. Wow, and I and I did that twice because it was still pretty dirty after the first one, and uh, and it's cool because after if if you try and if you take it out of the water before you clean it and you let the water uh, spill off, like it doesn't go off very well. When it's clean, the water just slides right off that surface. Huh. And I mean, there was just a few drops that didn't come off that just stayed on there from like I don't know why, but like surface tension, I guess I don't know. But you just take a little uh, paper towel and you just touch it and it just sucks it all up. You know what I mean? Wow. Like you don't even have to touch the paper towel to the mirror. But <laughs> That's cool. It, it was it was a cool experience, man. I enjoyed doing it and then assembling it and collimating it again. I hadn't done it in a while, you know. That's awesome. Hmm. <clears throat> what have you been up to? Uh, taking a lot of pictures. Yeah? Oh, yeah, because yeah. you got that new lens, of course. Yeah. Which yeah. last time you hadn't really had a lot of time to review it, right? Yeah, I, I had like taken some pictures with it, of course, but like This nothing. is the uh, 70 to 200 millimeter lens. Yeah, yeah. 
But I mean, the thing that's crazy is uh, all the pictures that I've taken recently um, were not taken with just the lens. So I rented I rented a uh, 2x teleconverter, uh. and they were taken with the lens plus the 2x. So it was really a uh, 140 to 400. Damn, and, um, that was pretty cool. So, and that um, and you got a monopod, right? Yeah, I did actually. I bought a, a monopod. Did you try shooting it without the monopod? And is it like? Yeah. And does it work? Oh At, yeah. at four hundred, like, can you hold it steady enough? Yeah, I mean, I can. Um, as long as there's enough light. Yeah. You know. Of course. Um, yeah. I mean, that, that's that's just all it comes down to is like at four hundred to safely like handhold the thing. You've got to be shooting at like. Uh, you want to be up above a four hundredth of a second if possible. Like, oh, uh, really? Wow. The, the, the rule of thumb is always like, you know, you just take the focal length and that's like your shutter speed. Um, oh, really? Yeah, or some, or depending, like, if you're not a very steady person, like, you can double it. Like, yeah. so if you're shooting with a 100, you need a 200th of a second or whatever. Um, so minute, this though. was, I mean, I mean, I understand it's a rule of thumb, but if I have a, f- okay, so if I have a 50 millimeter, that means 150th. Okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Because I've always heard, like, 160th is the, is what you should be shooting for, but that's not considering a 400 millimeter lens right okay okay and this is purely to deal with your own hands trembling your 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 your, uh camera shake uh it it doesn't have anything to do with subject movement um but i could hand hold it and i did on some stuff um but Sometimes it's tough, you know, because yeah. you'll, you know, I'll be watching the little numbers in the little viewfinder and it's like, you know, I mean, you don't want to crank the ISO like crazy high. So maybe I'll be at like ISO 800 or ISO like 1250. They, they give you that one and you'll be hovering around like a 400th of a second or whatever. And mm-hmm. it's like, that's, that's about like the limit of like what you can handhold. And the thing is, I was experimenting a lot not shooting wide open. So with the teleconverter on there, the f2.8 uh, aperture becomes an f5.6, mm-hmm. um, which is still like, it's pretty, it's so-so, especially on a long lens like that. So that's the widest lens. open you can you can shoot, 5.6? With the 2x, yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, what was I going to say? Um, which still produces like really, really nice blur uh, because of the the length of the lens, like mm-hmm. the uh, the zoom of it. So um, wait, can you get can you get more blur without the teleconverter? Well, yeah, because I could go to two point eight. Yeah, but um, zooming in on a subject creates more blur too. It's true. So I wonder, like, how well, maybe that, they're about the same. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know either. I, I, that's okay. a good question. I can right. do some testing. I don't. Well, I can't because I returned the two. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, no, I have pictures that I took with it, so I could. Uh, whatever. Yeah, but anyway, you um, not of the same exact object with and without, did you? I have some that from like around the house. Like I, yeah, I could. Okay. Okay. Anyway, um, now I lost my train of thought. Sorry, was that was my fault. That's <laughs> no, fine. Um, I got something else I wanted to ask you. Go. The electronics still work when you put in the two X, right? Like yeah, it, it, yeah. And, and and the and the camera you, knows you have a two X. You don't on have there. to think about anything. Okay, okay. Like nothing. Uh, and it's like the camera will report that like when you bring the picture into the computer or whatever, it'll say that it was shot at four hundred millimeters. It'll tell you. It, it's kind of cool in aperture. It actually does say. It'll say like. It'll tell you your f stop. It'll tell you your shutter speed, and it will say like. 400 millimeters or whatever it gives you like the converted number and then but it'll say the lens you're using right yeah where it says what lens you used it'll say that you used a 70 to 200 but then it says plus 2x oh cool man right on see i've been dealing with the complete opposite uh i've i've been using i've been taking pictures through my telescope which the electronics you know go to hell (laughs) so i don't know what i've been shooting with Although there's no aperture involved when you when you just hook it up to your telescope anyway, you just have the shutter speed, uh, right. and and it will record that. But um, for aperture, it just says zero zero. And I've also been doing <laughs> um, some macro, and we'll talk about it afterwards. But the way I do it, uh, I, I have no electronics. <laughs> That's pretty cool, actually. Um, no, but this gives you all the electronics. Okay. So apparently, there are some third party. Um, 
converters that you can get, but they they don't give you like the proper data. Yeah, because there's they probably just don't have those contacts, right? Yeah, I guess not. Um, like they just have glass inside. It's just like a it's a lens, but it's not electronic. Hey, do do any lenses? Because I know I know they did for like film cameras. Do any lenses have aperture dials, like aperture rings? Old, I mean, old ones. Okay, but newer ones, you never control the aperture on the ring, on a ring. No, they're all, it's always controlled by the camera body. Isn't that interesting? Doesn't that seem like a thing, something you might want? I mean, wouldn't that? I guess it's just as easy with the wheel, huh? Yeah, I'm the, yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think. I don't know. I, I have like a really old camera, like an old film body, mm-hmm. and uh, you totally have to dial that little. It, it's like a, another zoom ring on the lens yeah, and you yeah. have to like twist it and it clicks off different little f-stops um i don't know old old lenses work that way all right let's hear about your macro stuff uh so i got a uh i'll show you real quick i don't even know if i can send a file that big Anyway, I got a uh, oh no, there you go. It's not yeah, you're right. That's not that big. Um, so what I did is I wanted to explore the world of macro photography. So I got a eight dollar reverse ring for my uh, fifty millimeter lens. Can you see that? Yeah. So I took a picture of a dime, and uh, pretty good, huh? Yeah, I'm gonna let me see. This is probably not even actual size. There we go. Um, what do you think? It's totally impressive. <laughs> P- pretty impressive for adding eight dollars, you know, to your to your camera arsenal. Yeah, seriously. Talk about um, <laughs> like just kind of getting your money's worth. Yeah, so. exactly. Um, and and really it's cool. cool. It's cool because you're loaning me this twenty-eight millimeter lens, which on a one-point-six crop. Uh, sensor equals about 50 millimeters and that's really what I wanted to get when I got my camera can you reverse that one yeah but the thing is is it takes a different filter size so I'd have to get a whole separate reverse ring I was wondering if they just if they it would have been lucky if they were just the same yeah, size. Yeah. but uh, but anyway it's cool because I use the one you're loaning me uh, just to shoot my regular pictures and then I just leave the reverse ring on my 50 millimeter lens and uh, and I don't even care, like if if it gets a little dusty on the on the backside of it, you know, because it's it's a hundred dollar lens. It's yeah. Piece of total can piece. you can you leave that reverse ring on the front of the fifty and still and then mount it properly, non reverse, and still shoot with it? You can, but it's like, could you, much what I'm more difficult. Is, can you leave the reverse ring on there hundred percent of the time? Yes, but I wouldn't. And I'll explain why. You know this. This 50 millimeter lens, if you want to buy a lens hood for it, it's weird, right? It threads on the inside or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it gets in the way, basically. It's it's much more difficult to uh, focus with this reverse ring on the front. Right. Okay. But it doesn't, it doesn't, you don't see the reverse ring in the corners of your photos. Oh, absolutely not. Because sometimes that will happen. Really? Oh yeah, like if you, I mean the fifty's not really like super wide, but like if you have a really wide, wide, wide lens that gets like you know a, I don't know close, it gets close to like one eighty degrees field of view or whatever, mm-hmm. and you put like the wrong hood on there, you can see the hood in the pictures. Yeah, that's that's no good. But uh, yeah, so you you basically lose all electronics when you do that. Like it what? doesn't record anything. And plus, like, the metering is off, too. And then it's the same with when I connect it to my telescope. The metering's off. I got to compensate. And, like, the most ghetto thing about it, uh, because you lose all the electronics, you can't change the aperture. So you're just shooting wide open. Well, yes, but there is a trick. You can put it on the correct way. Oh, and you change the aperture and then, like, turn the camera off and it's it sticks there or something, Well, right? you have to hold the preview button. Yeah, 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 but you get it to stick, <laughs> right? Exactly. You, while holding the preview button so that the camera actually adjusts the aperture to what you've had, had it set on, you you push the other button to unhook the, the lens and you slide it off and then, and then it stays. 
<laughs> it's totally ghetto, but it, it's so cool. Like, I think it's the, the a really good investment. It's so cheap, and you get really nice pictures. It, it doesn't replace, like, a macro lens, you know, uh, for the because you lose electronics and you, you can't change the aperture right. very easy. But it's it's so worth it. It at least gives you a taste of, of macro photography, you know. For $8, it's like. <laughs> I know. It's like, who cares? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Bring us in, man. This is no format. This is episode 23, if I'm not mistaken. That's right. That's right. I, you know, I'm impressed, man. <laughs> we say this like every time, but. No, we don't. 23, we do dude. That's a lot. That's that crazy. is a lot of episodes. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, I think there's like TV shows that have fewer episodes than no <laughs> format. You know? <laughs> Some of them don't make it past the pilot. <laughs> Yep, there you go. Honestly, of all the podcasts in iTunes, we're doing really good. I wonder what the the average number of I'll bet it's really low. There are so many out there that are just one. You know, you'd have to you'd have to almost exclude the one episodes podcasts because I think they would uh, misrepresent because because there's there are some podcasts that are. They're intentionally released as like we're gonna release this as a podcast so that it's free and it's just easily available. But we're we just have no intention of going beyond one episode, you know. I've and seen not some really... like that that are for like to advertise a movie or something, right? And and those would those would skew the average in kind of a um, inaccurate way. Yeah, I, guess I mean right. those are those that doesn't that shouldn't count. But even still, I think the the average would be pretty low. What do you think it would be? You think it'd be ten? Without the one episode ones, probably even less than that. I think there's a lot of podcasts out there that just do a couple. And I mean, I've done one that only had three episodes in it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, what's today? Today's February 1st. Because uh, I didn't mention that earlier. <laughs> That's all. This is no format. 20, I'm Josh Wettenkamp. 2012, right? This is Jason Hayes, 2012. What else did I miss? Let's just throw it all out, out there. <laughs> no, I think now we got it. I okay. think that's it. We got our names. We got the date. We got the title. Hey, I have a question. What? Um, Troy, uh, whom we work with, uh, asked me, because he just got a camera, and, and he asked me, hey, Josh, what? Are, what are like some starter things that I need to get? And he mentioned you got like a case and uh, and he's like, what else do I need to get? And I, and I was like, I don't know. I'm kind of the wrong person to ask to because I didn't really go that route this time around when I bought this camera. Like I, I, I told him I kind of treat my camera like it's a science experiment almost, you know, like I don't, I don't have the regular like. Yeah, you're, you're doing a little bit different. I think what you're doing <laughs> is actually really cool, but um, but it is a little bit uh, non-traditional, I guess. Yeah. So you're going to ask me, like, what, what do I recommend? What, what are some standard things you get with a camera? What do you need with a camera? Not much is is what I really think is the answer. I mean, I know that's not, the, you know, it's like people want me to tell them you need to go get this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but you don't. I don't know. I mean, I guess it, I guess I'd have to ask, well, like, what do you want to shoot? But I mean, if you just want to just take cool pictures and just like normal everyday stuff and just have them look nice, I mean, okay, you've got the camera. I mean, obviously you got to have a memory card, uh, and it comes with probably a eighteen to fifty-five millimeter kit lens. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you need beyond that? Yeah, like, what would be your next purchase? That's a good question. Okay, what would my next purchase be? <sighs> Either. It depends a little bit on what you think you're going to be using it for. If you're taking pictures indoors, I'm a big fan of a uh, a, a speed light or a flash that can pivot and turn. Yeah, and see, uh, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't have thought of that. Yeah, you're yeah you're right. That's a that's an option. Uh, but but it's huge that it's the type that can turn and bounce off the wall and off the ceiling and yeah. off the thing behind you and everything else. Um, and those I think those are cool because. I mean, as photography equipment goes, they're not terribly expensive. You can get one of those for two or two fifty or something like that. Um, and I mean, that's that's not cheap, but I'll say this: it does add it, it, more expensive than that. It does add a lot of bulk to the whole package. 
It does. It does. It makes the thing bulky. It kind of makes it a little more uh, cumbersome, I think. Oh, way more. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it, like, people get all weird about it that, you know, you've got this big light. But and, anyway. Like, you, can, um, you can throw it around your shoulders still, but it's like you got this huge thing coming off in the opposite direction of your lens, you know? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Anyway. Yeah. Um, it is cool, though. Like, it, it does allow you to do a lot more. I might recommend a tripod. If See, that's, that's what I stuff. Yeah. Um... That's another one that I would recommend. I mean, and that's kind of like, but like if you don't ever shoot at night, I wouldn't recommend a tripod. It's pointless. Um, uh, but if you do shoot at night or... I wouldn't say pointless. What about uh, video, if you're going to shoot video? Tripod would come in very handy. Yeah. I mean, a tripod can come in handy, but it also may not come in handy. Um, <laughs> and what I mean by that is, uh, and and I'm probably... There are other people who know more about this than me. I'm not a video expert by any mm -hmm. means, but I can tell you this. Video shot on a tripod tends to be pretty boring. Um, okay, I, I see what you're saying. You know, yeah. uh, that tends to, that, that's like the best way to make your video really boring is put your camera on a tripod. So maybe, uh, maybe an yeah, IS lens would be a better investment. Maybe, uh, I don't know what the term for these are called, but they, they attach to the tripod mount of the camera and you hold onto them like a, a pole and the camera's resting above your um, hand mm -hmm. and uh, whatever. It, what it means is you can like walk around and it steadies the move. It's like a steady cam, I guess. It's just super think. heavy, right? It just adds weight? Or is there something else to it? No, it, I mean, they are heavy. They do add weight and that is a part of what they do. But they also allow the camera to kind of like float. So if, you, if let's say you're walking and your hand is like bouncing or bobbing or whatever, yeah. the camera will like, the camera won't move very much. But there is actually like some mechanical thing that does that because the fact that it, you're it adding just weight like to it. It just uses gravity to do it. It's, it's not no, like, I mean, it's it's like just, a motor. It's, 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 it has more mass. So it's got, uh, it's, it's like momentum is slower, you know? Yeah, it takes more force to actually move it, so it moves slower. Here, I've got a, a picture of one um, DSLR. Um, but uh, so, like these are pretty elaborate ones, and I've seen ones that are less elaborate, like this. Okay, um, I'm gonna send a picture to you. And I'll put this on like the Facebook thing or whatever. I'll put it somewhere where other people can look at it too. Hit that link. Yeah. And uh, that should show you what I'm looking at. Okay. I mean. Do you see how that guy's holding that camera? Yeah, yeah. But I don't. I don't see. Is there anything other than weight? The thing below his. Oh, it's like on a pivot. It's like on a ball. Or yes. Something? Thank you. It's on like okay, some kind of okay, ball okay, pivot okay. kind of thing. So. Huh. The camera just kind of floats above your hand yeah. more or less, and it doesn't move very much as your body like bobs and moves. That could be a really cool thing to get. Um, and like I said, obviously there are people who probably can explain this way better than me, but that would be pretty cool for video. Um, a external microphone could be really cool for video, folks. Yeah, um, yeah that'd probably cool. make a huge difference. Um, and I think these are good recommendations because none of these are like in the thousands of dollars and stuff like that. Hey, speaking of video, I actually uh, taught someone how to use their Nikon camera today. <laughs> yeah, like that's all I wanted to know is how to how to use their Nikon camera. It was a D seven hundred. It's and a good camera. It's a really good camera. It, it's a full frame camera, and uh, he's like, he's like, yeah, how do I shoot video with it? And I was like, well, let me see. I know how to shoot video on my Canon, and I was playing around with it, trying to figure it out. <laughs> The thing doesn't even shoot video. <laughs> yeah, I think it's an older one. Um, yeah, I had to look it up, man. It does not shoot video. Huh. And it's a little deceiving because in the menus, he found something that said video format, and you can choose between PAL and NTF. That's so scene. when you look at your picture exactly. on the TV. It was right below like HDMI, like if you connect it with HDMI. So, yeah, yeah. it's a, a little confusing. I had to break um, the news to him. Dude, I, I did not know my way around that camera, though. You know, I don't know my way around. It is a completely different layout. Oh, it, it totally Every is. button is in a completely different spot, yeah. except for the shutter release. <laughs> Pretty much, you're right. But uh, there, 
they're not too t- i mean plenty of people use them so obviously it's not like it's really hard to use those things um they're kind of different like canon cameras tend to they want to send you into an on-screen menu and you're going to turn a wheel to like make a selection that's that's like canon's way of doing it whereas nikon's thing is like pretty much every, like i don't want to say every but most functions on the camera so like let's say iso or shutter or um white balance or I I disagree with you exposure mode what you do is you like you like hold one button and that like that button represents let's say white balance you like hold that button and turn a wheel and it cycles through the different white balance options and when you release the button like you've made your selection yeah but um like i would agree with you if i still had like my rebel but my 60d has a has another lcd on top you know what I mean? That's true. That is true. They do have that little LCD up there, but um, and yours does too. It does, but but you can do all. You can use that, and you you can also use the LCD on the back. You just cue it up. Yeah. Cue till your heart's content. I use that a lot. No, you use cue all the time, dude. Well, actually, most of the time I use cue. By the way, it, it it basically gives you free roam in the settings. Like you can just arrow your way to any setting you want whether it be white balance exposure compensation right in the in older ones you had to to get to white balance you know i don't know the order but you would have to progress through several menus first and white balance would be menu number five and you had to go one two three four five to get there whereas with q you can just jump to five do you know what q stands for isn't it like a quick select (laughs) or something like that (laughs) yeah All right, are we done talking? Are we done talking cameras? Dude, we've talked way too much cameras. We, we have, are yeah. not talking cameras next one. We've done no. three camera episodes. It's true. It's true. It's too much camera talk. No I more agree. cameras. We're gonna be silent on cameras next time. All right. We're silent on cameras from here forward. There you go. So, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> uh... I'm glad well, okay, we're not going to talk about those cameras. <laughs> um, that's all I had, man. I ate a really good uh, bacon grilled cheese sandwich today. Bacon grilled cheese sandwich. At Boudin. Boudin. I don't eat there much. Neither do I, but uh, I ate there today. It was a different kind of grilled cheese sandwich because it wasn't on like white bread. It was on some like artisan bread, but really good. It had like a cheese mixture, and it had freaking bacon. Mm. I've had the grilled cheese with ham in there. At Boudin? No, just in life, in my oh. life. Oh, I, I mean, I've put ham in my grilled cheese. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I also enjoy Pepper Jack grilled cheese sandwiches. Ooh, that sounds good. <laughs> dude, I haven't had a grilled cheese in a while. Really? I've been living I off can't, them I recently, can't dude. Oh, I make them at home. I eat them at lunch. Do you do you I order did. Chinese food ever? Once in a while, not super often. We got this really good Chinese place. Uh, like you order it, like delivered to your house in the little sometimes, white boxes. Sometimes, but like, dude, they're not really busy, and so if we order it, they'll say it's ready in ten minutes, and it's ready in five minutes. <laughs> and if you get it delivered it is there in like no more than 15 minutes it is super fast that's awesome it blows our mind every time they deliver it when i do it i have to wait like 45 50 minutes or whatever dude i remember ordering uh pizza at at your house from chicago pizza yeah yeah which is hella good pizza but do you remember how long it takes for them to deliver it it takes an eternity (laughs) you know it does it's like it's like they it's like they shipped the thing from chicago to get here and we were super hungry that one time we did that yeah you you have to like plan ahead if you're gonna do that one (laughs) or or honestly it's just better you just go there yeah yeah Um, because they play good music too they play like blues music mm Where was I today? I was somewhere, and they were just playing Zeppelin all all over the place, tell like me. just I'm gonna one go after there. another. Hmm. I said, "Tell me, I'm gonna go there." I can't remember, dude. Where Maybe it wasn't. You? Think of all the places you went today. It wasn't yes. It was. It wasn't today. It was yesterday. It was. Uh... 
or it might have been the day before that. I don't know. It was recently. Whatever. Uh, it was Five Guys. Oh, dude, Five Guys plays excellent music. <laughs> I don't go there very often, but we always walk by when we go to Rubio's, and they're always playing something good. Yeah, it was good. Dude, <sighs> Zeppelin? We need to talk about Zeppelin for a bit. We can talk about Zeppelin. I don't know near, not even close to everything that you know about Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin is the greatest band that has ever been born into this earth. I can say that with confidence. They have an extensive collection of extremely good songs. I agree. I think. I think. I mean, <laughs> like, I can put like okay. A few al- bands could make that claim, but though. but albums one through four are so perfect. And then even after that, like I'm not saying after four they're bad. I'm just saying one through four, they didn't make a bad song. And how many bands can say that? Their first album Very through their few. fourth, yeah, did they didn't have a bad song? You know what I mean? Yeah, there's there's not a lot of bands. I mean, there's not none, but there aren't many. Yeah, and then what do we got after that? We got uh, Houses of the Holy. Is that the one that comes after that? The one with those naked chicks? Yeah, that's Houses of the Holy. And um, then after that, which is... is weird because later on on Physical Graffiti, there's a song called Houses of the Holy, which is my favorite one ever. <laughs> is that your favorite one? No, I'm sorry. Ten years gone, dude. Ten years gone, which is on Physical Graffiti. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then physical graffiti after that. And then after that, I could probably name them, but I don't know which order they came in. There's like Coda, In Through the Outdoor. Uh, is song The song remains the same, I think, is just like a live album. I don't oh, know if that counts. Know. I don't know. Uh, and those ones are, you know, I don't know. They're, they're, they got some good songs on them, but they're not like perfect. Mm. Ten Years Gone, yeah, that's your, that's your song, dude. You know what? I looked at it the other day. It still, to this day, has the number one play count in my iTunes library. What is it? What is it up to? <laughs> I'm going to see what the number one played song in my list is. Do you want to know? I want to know. I want you to guess first. Oh, shoot. I haven't, I haven't reset these play counts ever. <laughs> see, I have. So mine's not going to be super accurate, but um, I'm going to uh, say 62. Josh... <laughs> what? 476. Oh my <laughs> Jesus. You are kidding me. Nope. How long do you think? Well, look at your date added thing, I guess. Will that tell me like how long ago this started? Uh, yeah, I've got it actually right here. Um, date added. This was added in August, August 23rd of 2006. So we're talking at 11.29 p.m. <laughs> we're talking <laughs> six years worth of data. Uh-huh. Wow. Well, see, you know what? See, this is this is... Not good. Okay, let's see. How far back does mine go? Mine goes date added. Let me sort by date added. I will say this. This is a little bit inaccurate, but not by a a huge, huge amount. I did, like, fall asleep with this thing on loop one time. (laughs) (laughs) For, like, a few hours. For probably, like, four or five hours. So how long is that song? How long is that song? It's six and a half minutes. Okay, so so we're saying ten times per hour and maybe eight hours. That's eighty. Let's subtract eighty, Jason. Okay, okay, but still, but I mean, still, that's three hundred and twenty or something. Yeah, what I'm saying is, it's still by a wide margin my number one. What's your next? Song. It's actually it's actually a song called "Stop in the Love" by KT Tunstall. <laughs> And that's, <laughs> that's it. And guess guess what the number on that one is? Uh, sixty. I'll say one hundred and four. Wow. So like just way lower. Man. Okay, so you want to hear mine? Yeah, I do. Uh, so I don't get this because this can't be right. Like it says the la- the date added the the earliest one I ever added was two thousand six. 
but I know for a fact that I've like well, I don't know like maybe you started your iTunes or something I don't know maybe it's maybe it's real maybe maybe I shouldn't be uh maybe it's real uh so let's see where it plays here we go so my number one played song is not actually a Led Zeppelin song what is it what do you think if it's not Led Zeppelin what what band do you think comes second Chili Peppers good guess but no Dylan I mean is it a band another another, it a, another good guess Dylan uh, would be a band though to, to really uh, no that counts as a band whatever it's uh it's a uh, Pearl Jam oh okay I yeah. probably could have got that with a few more guesses and and it's Yellow Ledbetter and here's why I remember I remember learning the solo and just listening to that thing over and over again so <laughs> so wait a minute but actually wait a minute play count means it had to have gone to the end yeah because there's also skip count now right yeah they do have that and skip just means if you played it at all i think and if you skipped it it still counts it uh, that might be right i'm gonna be honest i'm not a hundred percent sure what a skip what what that means but but does it include it if you if you pause it and don't finish it josh you wonder how many skips come up when i put 10 years gone how many one I'm not even joking. One. You really like that song. <laughs> Someone probably pissed you off when you had to skip that song, dude. What's my number one skip? No, it's, I don't understand skips. My number, I mean, there are, I don't know. Actually, I could tell you. Wait a second. What does this mean? Uh, yeah, my, my highest skip the, the is, most is skips six. any song has for me is eight. Yeah, mine's six. Whale and Wasp by uh, Alice in Chains, which is a So what is a skip? Song. I don't know, dude. But most plays, Yellow Ledbetter comes in at 95, and then next is Stairway to Heaven, which I was probably also trying to learn that song, uh, coming in at 56. You know what my number three is? What's that? It's 80, knocking on heaven's door. Dylan, right? Yeah, Dylan. Nice. Uh, But wait a second. This is the one... um... Okay, no, it's not the live one. It's like the the real one. <laughs> oh, you mean the one from that? Uh, yeah, you like that live album from Dylan a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking up what a skip is in the little help file. Yeah, I don't know what a skip is. Um, <laughs> what is this Joker Man song by Bob Dylan that I've skipped five times? Joker Man. It's probably um, one that I didn't like. I don't like his religious stuff. It doesn't sound religious, but I don't know. I don't know that song. I, I know that that's a Dylan song, but I can't think of the tune. Uh, iTunes skip count. What is, what is skip count? I lounge forums. This is a really bad Dylan song. You listening to it? Yeah, and it sounds really uh, religious. I don't know if it is, but it's bad. Check this out. Here's the answer. What is it? If you okay, person asks, uh, "What is a, what is skip count exactly? What is skip count? What does that do?" And then he says a bunch of more stuff. Uh, this guy answers right here. If you pause a song and either press next for a new song or you navigate to a new song while you're paused, that does not count as a skip. A true skip is only when you select next while a song is playing. I wish it included pauses and everything. I, I kind of do too, but I mean, whatever. I guess it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is your, uh, when you click on sort by year, what is your oldest year song? Ooh. Oh, wait. Date added or? No. Year, year recorded. Recorded. Uh, not all of my stuff has that yeah, well, information. I, I know, but I just want to know what is your oldest one. Uh, my oldest song. With metadata. Yeah, that has such information. <laughs> dude, um, dude, wait a minute. I have one from the year 666. <laughs> wow. Uh, and, and it is the album... All Hallows Eve in 8-Bit Hell. (laughs) 
which I got from like some some like wiki commons free eight bit music library or something. Anyway, I'll go on. What's what's your oldest one? Nineteen sixty two. Oh, I beat you by one year. I got nineteen sixty one. Who is yours? Beatles. Mine's Frank Sinatra. Sinatra's swinging session and more. This is "Love Me Do" by the Beatles, nineteen sixty-two. You don't have uh, you don't have Bob Dylan's first album. That was sixty-two. Oh, of course it wouldn't. Who knows which order it would show up in though? Um, no, I, I mean I don't have that. Okay. My oldest Bob Dylan. My okay, check it out. So my oldest. I'm just gonna go by band is uh sixty-two is Beatles sixty. Um, 64 is Beatles. It's a different Beatles. And then uh, 66, I've got Dylan with Blonde on Blonde. Oh, so you don't have his old albums? But you, yeah. have that, you have that compilation, right? I have a compilation, but you know what? I want to get the rest of them. You should. They're actually really good. You know, he might actually be a band that his first couple albums, he didn't make a bad song. That actually might... You know, I think I do have his first... What's his first one? What's it called? called Bob Dylan. I don't have that. Wait, no. I thought it was Freewheeling. No, I'm right. I'm right. I'm right. It's Bob Dylan. No, I mean it, goes, it goes Bob Dylan, then it goes Freewheeling. That's number two. I have Freewheeling. That's an excellent one. That came out in 63. Did it? Yeah. See, now my metadata is all messed up. Ah... Uh. See, I have Freewheeling Bob Dylan, but it's 89, which is totally, <laughs> that's totally not right. <laughs> uh, Freewheeling's a good one, man. I love that. Oh, that album, Blown in the Wind, Girl from the North Country, which is I love amazing. That's my favorite song on the album. It's Dude, one of my favorite. Yeah, that, that one's good. That one's good. Period. And then and it's got a Hard Rain's Are Gonna Fall. Got Don't Think Twice, It's Think All twice. Right. Bob Dylan's Dream, which is just crazy talk. I Shall Be Free. Oh, I love that song. Dude, that album is killer. That one is so That cool. album kicks ass, dude. Wow. <laughs> Do you rate your songs? Nope. You know what? I used to. And one day, I got so sick of it, I just selected all in my iTunes library and set all ratings to no rating. You, uh, you, you no rating and checkboxed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just got so sick of it. I, I spent so much time at one point rating every flipping song in my library, and then... Um, and then I, I stopped doing it. So then, you know, after more time goes by, I wind up with, you know, half my songs are rated and the other half aren't. It just looks sloppy. And I just said, this no, is just, but I'll tell you what rating's good for. Rating is good for when you get a new album and you're listening to it. And you, when the next time you go back to that album, you want to know which songs you liked. Okay. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's useful. Okay. You don't have to have a showing all the time, but it's useful. Yeah. I don't know. I, I I thought my library was pretty organized, but now I'm nervous because this 1989 freewheeling. <laughs> Do you still only keep full albums in your library? Yeah. That's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm just kind of crazy about that one. I've been thinking about it lately that maybe I'll start downloading just individual songs, but I'm still not. I'm not ready to do that. <laughs> do, do you have anything unchecked? I turn the check boxes off. I don't even I have I don't know what's checked and what's not. But do you have things unchecked? Okay, I'm going to turn the check boxes on and look. <laughs> but I don't think so cuz I don't do checks. Dude, the other day I had a hankering for some Aussie, dude. I was listening to Aussie all day and loud. Okay, I do, okay, Josh, I do have, I have, <laughs> I have 39 items that are unchecked. I forgot about Let's them. Let's hear it, dude. What is it? They're all the same thing. So, <laughs> what is it, dude? How much, how much time is this? This is, <laughs> this is four hours and 10 minutes of nothing but. <laughs> What, dude? Say it. Larry the Cable Guy. 
yeah. I got some Larry in there. We probably got the same stuff. What is it? <laughs> I, it's, uh... Is it Lord, Lord, I apologize? Yeah, well, that's him. I mean, I don't know. It, it's from some comedy thing. I don't I don't even, I, I don't know. I have no idea. That's actually the um, only Larry the Cable Guy I have. I got the Lord, I apologize. And um, they crack me up like they're hilarious. <laughs> uh, but... I uh, I don't want them to play on their own. Of course, yeah. No, that's a perfectly reasonable thing to have unchecked, and I don't know why they're not unchecked on my library. I'm going to uncheck them right now. <laughs> I cannot believe I have four hours of Larry the Cable Guy recording. <laughs> that is a lot, dude. <laughs> that's ridiculous. <laughs> um, but they're hilarious, so. Yeah. But that's well, it. Those are my only unchecked you know i think a good thing to uncheck is sometimes people have christmas music oh yeah that is the perfect example of what to uncheck although i just deleted all my christmas music (laughs) (laughs) actually i take oh no no i was gonna say i take it back but that all hallows eve stuff is halloween music (laughs) eight bit from hell (laughs) From the year six. six. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh man! It's all heavy metal. Some of the names <laughs> of these songs are "Cameo Trails," "Roaming Spectral Shores," "Sanguinary Sect of Worship," <laughs> "Phobos and Demos," "The Assembly Line." Okay. Of all the of all those songs, which one has the highest play count, and what is it? What is the, the count? Uh, well, I turned play count off. Hold on a second. Play count. Where are you? Oh, wait. No, I didn't. It's just none of them have any plays. See, that's the thing. It's wrong because I know I've played them. So, But you, you never let the, the little thing no, get to the I'm end of sure the... sure I did. I'm telling you, these things are just wrong. Like, I reset them at one point. Maybe I didn't reset my entire library. I don't know how it happened, but... Mm. One of these bands' names is Nestrogen. And the other, another one is the Guillotine Factory. <laughs> I'm gonna send you this album, dude. It's actually pretty good. <laughs> hey, you know what? Actually, I'm gonna play a uh, part of one real quick. Hold on, because they can actually hear it. You won't be. Oh, here we go. Here we go, dude. This sounds like. I wish you could hear this. this is, I, I can play that. No, that'll be. Uh, this sounds like I'm playing. Mega Man on crap. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> That's enough of that. Anyway, okay, I think we're done. All right, Are we man. done? Uh, yeah. Uh, what's going down next episode? Do we need to make any announcements? Do you know what's going down next episode? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> All right, that's a wrap. Uh, Twitter, uh, Wet Josh, Jason underscore Hayes. You know what? I'm done with Twitter. Don't uh, follow me. <laughs> I'm done with I, it. I don't tweet as much, but I still, you know what? No, because only freaking horny chicks follow me. So forget it. I'm no. done with it. You know, but I still tweet. So if you do listen to this, I would like you to follow me. But if you're a horny chick and want to have sex on the moon, like the last person that followed me. No, that was, that was sex in the moon. Okay, is what they said. <laughs> Actually, she said, next summer, I'm having sex in the moon. <laughs> that, was her, that was her Twitter catchphrase or whatever you call that. Uh, but anyway, if you're a real person, I would like you to follow me. Okay? And it's Wet Josh. At, at Wet Josh. Anyway. Anyway.